Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Today we're in the heart of the artist talk, and today we have uh, uh, different kinds of artists. Like we have experiment painters, sculptors, poets, writers, etc. Now today we have a musician, and a very good musician. That uh, his name is Rick Phoenix Manso, and he uh, plays in the band uh, Beyond the, the Scars. He's a songwriter. And he's going to tell us a little bit about more about uh, who he is and what he uh, inspired him and why, when he started and how it's been his career as an artist. Because this is basically to know a little bit behind what is the creative soul and mind of each one of the artists. That is, is our very personal um, objective and also passion of, of some of the humans that we are call ourselves artists. Enric, it is really my pleasure to have you here. Thank you for accepting. And, uh, Thank you very much for having me. And tell us uh, how you started to become your... Uh, how do you become a, a musician? And what inspired you? Well, pretty much it's it's uh, started a long time ago. Uh, and uh, pretty much, uh, you know, I've been in and out of bands for, for a long time. I'm, uh, I'm getting close to, uh, you know, I'm going to be 41, so <laughs> uh, I've been in and out of bands, but it all started pretty much uh, in a high school uh, type of little project band and called Alternative Zinc. Uh, that was, you know, something where I was playing guitar, and uh, I didn't sing at that time, and I pretty much uh, took over duties on, on singing, and, and I started songwriting and uh, ended up in a band called Orion's Legacy, which later became Train of Life. And uh, we won a battle of bands. Uh, uh, twenty-five out of twenty-five bands at Mel Hearts, our very first show. So for me, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just pretty much uh, ended up in a Day of Ashes later. No, Father State, then a Day of Ashes. Then uh, I ended up pretty much uh, after releasing our first album in two thousand nine, and everything. Two thousand fourteen, I think was the last time I performed with. Uh, a day of ashes, and then I, I actually decided to go forward by myself. And uh, you know, right now I'm actually currently working on the very first I Beyond Stars record. Hmm, sounds very interesting. And how is being being by yourself? Oh man, it's it's uh, it's something totally new. Uh, definitely, I did uh, branch out. Um, in uh, ooh, maybe about five years ago, when I first decided to to actually do uh, you know, I Beyond Scars as a project, and I I, I wrote a country song. I actually uh, have a feature in there with uh, Jenny Vasala. She's from uh, Elsa area, and uh, she ended up doing the female vocals on a country rock ballad that I did uh, for I Beyond Scars, and I did that at Sign of Madness. In Wesleyan, Texas, uh, shout out to uh, to Rick uh, Charles for for helping me out and uh, producing that song. And um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much uh, it's not going to be the same 
style that I'm, I plan to for for the for the new record. But uh, definitely working on a lot of music, uh, music and and uh, hopefully have some kind of release in 2022. That is, uh, uh, it is very different how we all artists are. We have the same way of creativity, but our point of view of of surviving as an artist, it is very different. Like I have talked with, uh, I was talking with Valente Rodriguez about that there have a, be a team as an actor, yeah. to have a team to produce any film or any any or place or whatever. And as a painter or a sculptor, we work by ourselves. You know, it's, it is very different. And uh, But at the same time, we all, what we need is uh, spectators and, and supporters that are the ones that are going to be supporting our our creativity side. And uh, and that's another thing that I noticed in the 2021, uh, well, since the pandemic started in the 2020, it was very, very hard for the majority of the artists. How, oh, yeah. was, how was for you? Because all restaurants and all big places just closed down. How was uh, how was for, for you as a musician? How it affected you? Well, I mean, I haven't really been on stage in a while, but, you know, it did kind of like bring me to, to, uh, you know, getting to know guitarists, by the way, I have like 40, 40 or 50 of them, I think. Um, I did become a collector. I, I, you know, I ended up, you know, getting better at guitar and, uh, starting to songwrite and definitely like started doing like, like, you know, little performances like on the, on the internet like this and, Uh, you know, you've been brought forth, uh, you know, actually doing a show uh, for my uncle who has stage four lung cancer. Uh, it was called Rock Relief. Uh, and we did that in January of uh, 2021. Uh, so, you know, but for me, like, it was kind of a, a good thing that it felt like everything kind of stopped in a way, you know what I mean? Uh, so that I can catch up because I've been so far behind. So. Yeah, that's uh, it was a positive thing for me in a way, you know. But it was it was it was hard to to get through um, with uh, with everything that was going on and, and everything affecting everybody. But uh, still, the community still came together like for a good cause and everything like that. So it brought a lot of positivity, even though it was in a negative type situation. Yes, I I what I noticed in in the case of. Many painters, including myself, at the beginning, I can sit down in front of a uh, with a canvas and I it's like I don't know what I'm gonna paint. I, yeah. I the inspiration was gone, completely gone, and I was like, oh my god, I have all the time I'm in lockdown and I can paint. This is horrible, a nightmare. So yes, we I changed. You got like a, like, is that painter's block also like kind of writer's block or? Yes, like a writer's block. There is an artist block too. So, okay. It happens, and it just happened in, in that time, and it was like, okay. And I I just focus my energy into something else, and it's like, it will come back. I just have to relax, let go of the fear, and so forth, because at the beginning, it was a lot of fear, and the fear is yeah. not very conducive for, for creative people. It is, we can paint our sadness or our happiness, or we can create, we're more creative in our sadness or in our happiness, But not in the yeah. fear base. In the fear base is when it's make it harder for the creative uh, minds to actually pr uh, produce something. And uh, and 
and yes, we were behind in many things because of life, and uh, that we would not have enough time for all our projects that we wanted to do before, and lockdown gave us that time. But how was your creative side affected? I I think in in you know as as a being creative, I think that it it it, it inspired me, like you know, it motivated me. To, to, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person, like, you tell me, <laughs> you, tell, you tell me it's, you know, you can't do it or something like that. Well, I'm going to do it. So that's that's pretty much, you know, what, what it, it did for me. So, you know, like, it, it was it, it was a good thing. Like, looking back on it, it was a good thing for me, like, personally, personally, not for everybody else. Just uh, personally, like, I felt like I, I caught up with with finding myself and then being inspired because I mean, I, 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 I am a dark person, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I think I, I do better when there's, there's, there's a, that type of atmosphere, I guess, the pressure, that type of stuff. So, uh, I, I mean, that's, that's the way I am. No, I, I do agree with you at the same time because no one learns from their successes, successes only from their uh, from the mistakes that we have done and <laughs> when we are there we're under pressure and, and it's like and we couldn't go out so it was the only way it was going in yeah. and we confront ourselves and our own fears and aware of everything and that will grow we grow as a humanity and, and mm -hmm. seeing things in another way and I see you very uh, that you adapt to the technology at the same time that you mentioned that you have done I'm trying I'm trying. <laughs> it's always challenging because there are factors outside of ourselves that we can't control. And that's always going to happen, uh, at least to this day, with the technology we have. And uh, But but you you were saying that you were doing shows online, too. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I became more of, you know, more fan-based and, and everything on, like, Facebook and Instagram and everything, and at the same time, you know, just, uh, just you know, like, actually, you know, getting the courage to actually play, uh, you know, even performing with, with my fiancé, who, who's done a couple of songs uh, on stage with me uh, for the Rock Relief, and we had a couple of shows this past year, and, uh, you know, that was, that was pretty cool to get back out there. I haven't been active out there since 2014, but, you know, during, before we started doing the shows, you know, we definitely uh, took advantage of, you know, playing a song or two here and uh, on Facebook and stuff like that, YouTube, so. That is very nice. I'm going to see if the technology permit me and I can share one in the video uh, of your songs and uh, and if technology, of course, help us. But I want to, I have to ask you something else. When you're writing a song, what inspired you to do it, uh, uh, to come out those letters and so forth? Because you're a, a songwriter. So, what inspired I, you? I, I think it definitely the, the moment, you know, life. Uh, I think that, that definitely inspires. If, if I'm going through something, uh, it's definitely an, an outlet that, you know, I can, you know, express myself through and write lyrics or, or come up with a riff now because before I, I, I didn't. I didn't really do most of the guitar stuff. So uh, now, I mean, I, I, I'm doing mostly everything. So 
uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much life, life, anything I'm going to, uh, you know, people inspiring me, you know, with, with the things that happen to them or, or uh, you know, sometimes I, like I used to write um, more from my perspective and now I kind of write, I can write a song, uh, you know, on what happened to somebody else and tell the story, you know what I mean? Because before I, I felt like I was like limited and everything. And I've definitely matured in my songwriting, guitar playing, and singing. Hmm. I have a question. Then how you do, um, do you have an artist in particular that you, that got you hooked in certain, in certain way to express yourself in, as a musician that influenced you? Oh man, I got so many influences for, from, from, you know, music to, anything uh, but musically I think uh, I, I started out uh, I think my very first album was uh, and I, yeah it was uh, definitely a Bon Jovi I remember uh, <laughs> listening to I'm sorry yeah, listening to uh, Some People Went Wet uh, and one of my favorite all time songs definitely that always like you know pumps me up or anything and is uh, Wanted Dead or Alive by, by Bon Jovi. Uh, but there's several artists out there. It just depends on what kind of genre. But, man, I, I, I take from everything. You know, like everything, all types of genres, rap, anything. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, inspiration, pretty much music. And like, How would you describe your music? My music? Uh, in the past or now? Well, in the past and, and now. Mm, past I think limited, but uh, still not bad for not knowing what I was doing uh, and going through a lot of, uh, I guess you could say, growing pains. Uh, definitely not knowing uh, how to, you know, play guitar, how to how to write a song properly, uh, how to use your voice in the studio properly. I, I, I listen to some of my old songs and I'm like man I sounded so tiny so tiny with my with my <laughs> my uh, my voice and the tuning I was I was uh, uh, singing in <clears throat> sorry so uh, definitely uh, a lot more mature now and very experimental because you know it's it's uh, it's totally different now I got you know more things to say I got uh, experience And uh, definitely an inspiration to, to get back out there and, uh, you know, have some fun, you know, have some fun out there and uh, definitely see if, you know, uh, maybe somebody will like a song and, and uh, it'll inspire them or, or they can understand what, what uh, I was going through or, or you know, um, stuff like that. that, that definitely, uh, you know, that's what I, what I think. And what gender it is? What what, how, uh, what kind of um, not gender? What kind of um, gender? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my uh, uh, right now. Well, I don't want to put a limitation or anything on on I Beyond Stars, but uh, I think right now, right now, I, I would probably say that I'm getting a little bit heavier again uh, due to like tuning differently. And, uh, you know, definitely with everything that's gone through this past, you know, the past two years, uh, you know, just, uh, 
you know, definitely a little darker, but at the same time with like uh, a little hope, you know, some hope in the in the music. That's uh, that's what I'm aiming for. Do you have a song that you would like to to share with us? Like play? Yes. Oh, oh! I wasn't prepared for that one. <laughs> no, if you're if you're not, we we we. I can try to share later on in in a video or something like that. In yeah, I, I can I can do one later or something or send it to you. But yes, okay. yeah, I just, because I just I just I just got this guitar <laughs> and we just put, we put all these new. We got the new. This is a very heavy guitar, like like in sound. So uh, I don't know. Let me see. You guys, you can tell it's yeah. <laughs> it's an awesome guitar. It's a Fender. So you know, uh, I wasn't really tuned right now. So oh, I was no. like, oh, should I just hold it just for so I can <laughs> <have> my hands? <laughs> so cool. Hey, I want to. But I do have. I have a lot of guitars in here. I'm just I'm telling you right now. I have like 40 or 50 uh, guitars and I work on them and everything. So I tried to put a couple back here, you know, so you can see, but there's just way too many and, and this room is very small. <laughs> I wanted to ask also, um, how do you, like right now the, the business are opening in Texas or at least where we are and uh, because not everywhere, so there are many places that are still in lockdown in the world. But uh, where we are is we're not in lockdown, and uh, what um, it is hard to get a, a gig right now, or in any restaurants or or bars or, or places where we're... concerts, I believe they're canceled, but okay. restaurants, I believe they're open. Well, I think right now that that it's actually opening up uh, little by little because there's there's several uh, shows coming coming back. A lot of bands here in the valley are you know getting out there. Actually, some of them, uh, some friends of mine, like Amora Guardian, uh, they're from Harlem's and they, they actually are touring right now with the U.S. And, you know, so, you know, it's opening up again. So, uh, that's definitely my focus on, on getting the new music out and getting, you know, out there and, and you know, playing some rock and roll for everybody. And I... I used to own a, a art galleries cultural center, and many musicians played there. Art Awakenings, they used to name, and uh, and something that I always um, I remember that place. Yes, that that was mine. And uh, and but one of the things that I always heard from the musicians is that they liked to play in there because people were went there to listen to them. It was kind of like a concert. It was more than uh, background music. And uh, because in other places they have to play covers and not originals, and uh, and for me it was the, exactly the contrary. They have to have originals more than than uh, than covers is to play in my place. <laughs> so uh, so it was a very different concept. But how if you feel that you have to play covers to get uh, a job as a musician in a place? Oh wow, that's a good question. Never been asked that before. Uh, but uh, I've really always done more original like uh like I, i i've done some covers maybe one or two here and there but i've i've always been you know and whatever whatever band i've been in we've we've done our original music you know and you know that's 
it's been pretty good. Like we, we we've gotten lucky and you know we've gotten to play at, at several places here, even in Texas, uh, and uh, you know at your place too. I, I believe we played a couple of times, and uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's uh, pretty much originals have been always my thing, but. I wouldn't, uh, you know, shut down an idea of doing maybe a, a little remake of a of a song to to, to uh, make it a little heavier or something like that in my own my own way. And how hard it is to play covers because at the same time you have the um, I forgot the name of the association after well they went to my business to oh, charge me uh, for playing covers and like like oh. I, I'm one of the few places in McAllen. Where I was, my business, that uh, that is like the, that. I require original songs, not covers. <laughs> But how do you guys deal with that? Because they're always going to be copyright, unless oh, it's I, the years. Oh, you mean like like? Uh, is it harder to get like the like a uh, like a gig uh, if you don't do the, the covers? Yes, because like, there there is existed a copyright. All the yeah. time, so uh, yeah. and they can't. I don't, I don't think we've not. Not ever had a, a problem with that. Like it's just you know, like I, like I've always done is just just our original music, and any any place that we've ever gone to uh, has accepted you know us because we have our demos or, or our CD, and we're like, hey, uh, this is us. You bring up your information, this and that, or or they probably already heard from us or something from beyond you know radio. Or, or something like that. So they've given us a chance, you know, in the past. Uh, last big gig, I think, was opening up for uh, Small Empty Soul and Head P. Head P, those are uh, national acts. They were, they were touring at the time. And I think, uh, I think Small Empty Soul, uh, which has been on the radio in April 5, uh, they, they ended up backing out last minute. But that still was probably a, uh, one of my last big shows that we did, and that was like 2014. Hmm. That was at Aces North, by the way. Aces North, right? Yeah. And if you had a choice to perform somewhere, where was be your, your best choice? Oh, wow. Like anywhere in the world, or, or just... just yeah, uh, like, because hmm. I know there are many, many places that you can perform, you know, like bars, restaurants. Yeah. Uh, concerts, etc., etc. But what will be your your best if you could play in somewhere? Well, with me, I mean, I'm I'm not too picky. Uh, as long as there's an audience out there, a good sound system, I'm there. You know, I'll play anywhere. So you know, as long as it, it gets me to, to to you know experience the, the world and and to uh, you know be able to 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 have fun on stage and, and hopefully. Uh, Get a new fan or so, uh, you know, to like our music, you know, that's, that's where I'm at with that. And something that I do notice also with the bands that play in Art Awakening is that I was, I had it for, I opened in 2000 and I closed it in 2006. So, uh, and I, and I had bands and, and musicians almost every, every week or two, uh, twice a week. And uh, and I saw bands uh, starting and not lasting, and other ones lasting, but they was like one per main person and, and the band. Uh, 
like well, right, like right now I can mention this, like Jay Cortez and uh, and Recipe for Trouble, the band, you know, or like Sandra Nicholson and 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 a company. But it was those are the ones that I saw that to this day exist. But the bands that they disintegrate, it was the majority. Sometimes even yeah. three months, six months, and they didn't last long. Mm-hmm. How how you uh, handle that? Because you have to start all over again. Every oh time. my god, that's a great question. How do I handle that? Pretty much just regrouping and starting again, kind of like the. That's why I got the name. Uh, the name Phoenix. They said you always come back. You know, like it's like you die from from uh, from you know being with this band or whatever, and then. You come back, but you come back stronger, and uh, so they start calling me Phoenix. So, yeah, I mean that's that's a very hard uh, thing that that's common, and it happens to everybody, everybody in, in bands. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm definitely like more uh, going forward with with Ibiana Star. It's, it's so, sort of a solo project, but still working with with musicians <laughs> in the studio and possibly for for live touring. So, but that's a very hard. You know, common tale that every, every, you know, a lot of bands don't, don't, don't survive, you know, unless you're really, really good friends. And, uh, you know, even that, that, that ends up messing up, you know, at a, at a certain why, point. Why do you think the majority break up? Is there egos? Are the ones that get too big of each one or, or what, what it is? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it could be a, a, a variety of, of things, but, Yeah, egos do get in the way. Uh, uh, definitely, yeah, I, I agree with that. It, it could be stuff like that, or 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 they end up becoming like you know, uh, you know, parents, you know, for the first time. You know, you can't you can't tour, you can't, you know, I can't make it to practice, I can't, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it happened to me, uh, you know, when when I had my first uh, daughter. Uh, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> things totally changed for me uh and uh definitely like it, it does you know you suffer from not being there but at the same time you know that's a different type of exception you know you can't do family so but uh you know everything happens for a reason and you know you know there's there's a reason why i'm not with them no more this and that and now i'm doing it by myself yes right Tell us a little bit more about your band that when you're you're starting. Uh, like like I said, pretty much uh, I am doing uh, most of the writing right now, but I'm, I'm open to collabing, and uh, so it's pretty much me right now. But it, it would be nice to find some musicians so I can record with, and uh, I do know a few that have said that hey, you know, I'll go ahead and help you out, you know. So I mean, we'll take it from there. I mean, if it, if it really does. Uh, you know, progress from the studio, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, who knows? It could become a band. I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, closed-minded about it. So right now it's just me, and I'll be working in the studio, uh, probably going to Simon Madness Studios in Mexico, and uh, going to be working with, with some musicians there. So that's pretty much what that is. Uh, it's got, it's like a project. It's not a band right now. So, you know, that's, uh, I'm open to, to having somebody in the band and also working with them in the studio. Different 
collaborating with the other ones you collaborate with, you let me know. Uh, I'm open to it. When you get some music out there. Yeah, hopefully uh, one of our viewers is a musician. Believe me, I'm not. <laughs> but, yeah. but many of uh, our viewers are musicians. Uh, we don't know exactly who is going to be seeing uh, this video. Uh, but uh, hopefully you can find uh, the, the, your musicians that you can get along. And uh, my best wishes for you. With that. Any record labels? <laughs> Just play. Yes. And uh, how hard is to find here in in the area where we live uh, recording places? Because that's something that I, I if I'm not bad, remember, they were very expensive and because there were very few in that time. But we're talking, wow, a, a while back, about... Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm lucky uh, right now that I got a good friend uh, that's an awesome, amazing uh, producer and guitarist and uh and uh, hopefully uh you know he won't charge you too much <laughs> but uh he'll work something out he's, he's a real cool uh guy and you guys should check out Simon Madness Studios um he does great work and uh you know so hopefully uh like I said we'll work something out and you know if I have to you know uh we'll go out there and uh and do some kind of fundraiser or something so we can gain some some money, so we can get you know some some good uh, quality music out there to you guys. Maybe we do like a kickstart thing or something. What, what do they still have that kickstarter? What are the uh, the, the websites and everything where they raise money? They um, yes, I know which one they're talking about. The fun, fun, yeah. uh, go fund me. Yeah, go. Oh, that one too. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Yes, I I remember that all of uh, all of you guys used to be. Uh, it was a tough. Uh, it was. It is not cheap being an artist. We all have to yeah. in different things. It doesn't matter what kind of artist you are. You can be an actor or you can be a musician. Like right now, we were talking or a painter, and uh, and we. I don't think we just, uh, we get paid enough or we're to survive. And uh, and that's something that we we all have to be aware how tough it is to be an artist. That's why I started this podcast because I want to the people become aware that it's not easy to be an artist, no. and it's a no. lot of practice and a lot of time that we invest to get a good product of whatever we are doing. Yes, definitely. How many hours it takes you to to write a song, or days, or Months. I think I think the, the fastest I wrote a song is probably uh, I want to say maybe like like four hours. Uh, I remember going into the studio with a day of ashes and actually just having like idea like you know melodies and stuff like that and and I remember like feeling some kind of way and I, and I uh, so I kind of let it out and uh, it worked out. It's a really good song. It's probably one of my favorite. It's a little dark, but uh, you know, it's all breathless. So if you guys get a chance, you can go to reverbnation.com or slash to Dave Ashes. And you can actually hear all eight songs that are from the 2009 uh, CD release, Turmoil. But that one was probably my quickest, I guess, yeah, my fastest 
you know, song lyric that I wrote. Probably most more emotional one too. And what is uh, uh, the process? You write it like a poetry, and then you put music in there, or what is the process? All right. <clears throat> I, I found it easier to come up with like with, with music, you know, whether it be a, a guitar most of the time, or you know maybe some piano or something, uh, you know, and and then come up with melodies, you know, and then uh, and then kind of like I, I think it's like a puzzle, like you, then you fit in those words, you know, and and you think about it, you know of course the subject and everything, you know. It, it, it makes itself, you know, but it is definitely like a puzzle. I, think. I don't know if that makes sense, any sense to you know. It does, it does make sense, it makes sense, but I always, that's why I ask, because I always thought the first you write, you make the lyrics and then you put the music in, into it, but it's vice versa. First is the music and then you put the lyrics. Well, some people can do that, though. Some people are, are really good at that. Uh, You know, but for me, it works a little bit better, uh, you know, coming up with some, some music, you know, some riffs or, or, or you know, chords and then kind of like, you know, like just sing along to it and sing to it until I find something where I won't forget about it, you know. And if I can remember that melody, then definitely I start, you know, putting that puzzle together and putting those words in. And that song comes alive. How do you see yourself in five years, Rick? Wow. Five years, definitely, you know, still doing music because music will, you know, always be a part of my life no matter, you know, what stage I'm on in life or on stage or in the studio or, or working behind the scenes, you know, writing, definitely doing music, music and uh, very, uh, very happily married. Let's put that out there right now because I'm about to get married uh, in like two weeks. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, I better say that right or I'm going to get pop out. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, definitely that. And, uh, you know, you know, uh, yeah, music and a family man. And, uh, you know, who knows? Touring. Touring would be nice, you know? And uh, definitely touring around, around the world. Because, you know, there's a lot of uh, good friends of mine that, I've already seen uh, get out there, and uh, it's about time I get back out there and go further than what I've done before. That is very good. Would you like to add something else before before we close down? Oh, uh, definitely. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm working on the new like Beyond Scars music, um, and uh, hopefully, something will be released in uh, uh, 2022 for sure. For sure. And uh, hopefully I'll get to do a show here uh, before the year's over, a show or two or something. And uh, also I have a podcast coming up. It's called Rockland Revolution, where I'll be the host. And I'll be uh, doing what you do here, uh, interviewing uh, some local talent, national acts, uh, you know, all types of stuff that uh, we're going to be doing on there. And it's called Rockland Revolution. And... Um, You know, that's, that's going to be in, in January. And then uh, I also write a little bit for RG Vision magazine right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, just uh, pretty much, you know, like hope, hope to be back out there 
and uh, you know, with a new record and, and touring a little bit out there, meeting everybody out there. We've already got like people like we got fans like from like South Africa, like sending us videos and and stuff like that with fan signs that say "I Beyond Scars" and everything. If you go to the to the, our Facebook, which is facebook.com uh, forward slash uh, Beyond Scars official. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, that's pretty much it. I have also my, my solo page if you look me up for the Phoenix. Um, and, uh, and just my Break the Science Productions, uh, which I do shows. I've done, uh, a lot of shows for the American Red Cross and I've, I've uh, raised money for them. And in, and in this past year, we did it for my uncle who had his, uh, stage four, uh, lung cancer. And he's actually doing a lot better on that report. And, uh, you know, only God knows, you know, why things happen, but I definitely, uh, brought him back, you know, like to, 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 uh, to be what's work, to, he's better. <laughs> he's better now. And, uh, you know, definitely brought me out of, out of everything and, and, and helping out for a good cause. That is great that they get to benefit. For people that needs, we, I always think that if we always, all of us, we cooperate with love, we can change this reality yes. we're living right now. Yes. And no. I really thank you for accepting the my invitation for my podcast. And uh, thank you, thank you for having me on. I'm sorry that everything happened yesterday. We were supposed to uh, do it and. I, you know, I had some car trouble and stuff. I got stranded and everything, but, you know, just in my hour of need, uh, you know, shout out to my uncle, Andy, Andy Sanchez, who came to my help. And, uh, it turned out it was not a, as big a problem as it, as it, I thought it was. And I got the car home and I'm totally fine. I had to pay anything. So I'm not a way to open this thing out. So, but yeah. Uh, no, everything happened for a reason. And everything, yes. I mean, is perfect. Thank you, Vic, for being here. And uh, and now I'm going to talk about what we're going to have the next week, and what is also um, a news that I wanted to give uh, to everybody uh, regarding the Heart of the Artist Talk podcast. At the end of the month, we're gonna. I have already two podcasts, and I'm not having a life. So um, and I have kids. So uh, and as a single mom, I I need to put in balance what I can do, what I can't do anymore. So at the end of the month, uh, the Heart of the Artist podcast is going to be closing. I'm only going to stay with uh, Soul, Soul Talk. Uh, that is on Mondays at 7 p.m. So tomorrow in the uh, in Soul Talk, we have Nicole Duval. She's a transformation empowerment coach, Reiki master for humans and for animals, as well as, well as certified uh, energy healer. And the next Sunday in the Heart of the Artist talk, we have Anna Marie uh, Minerals, that she is really an artist in uh, in all the knowledge that she have about minerals, and and it's going to be very very interesting actually to listen to her. And I really appreciate all your uh, support. We have uh, um, PayPal for donations that I will put the link underneath. So like that, uh, I will appreciate any donations from anybody. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thank you, Rick. It was really my pleasure uh, to have you here, have this conversation. And to all our viewers at the same time, 
Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioroflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.